Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned or watched on TV <laughs> to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Uh-huh. Rami, we are talking Shannon. about our favorite TV show this week. <laughs> this like... is like the brightest spot, I think, in 2020. Oh like literally God. the brightest spot of 2020. It was so bright. So bright that I had to start rewatching it again in 2021. We are talking about Ted Lasso today. <laughs> I'm so excited. I think I just get like giddy when I think about how Ted Lasso makes me feel. And it's here's the thing. There are a few things that make me feel this happy. One of them is Ted Lasso. One of them is Paddington 2, which Mm. nothing will make me as happy as Paddington 2 makes me feel. You do love Paddington. Every time I see a Paddington anything, I think of you. Yes. Uh, My son really likes Paddington now. At some point, he will become a diamond dog. He will (laughs) will also like Ted Lasso once he's old enough to... To understand that, maybe we'll just start baking uh, biscuits. I love um, it. But we're talking about Ted Lasso. The second season comes out in a few weeks. Yes. And so we just want to talk about why and how we love Ted Lasso. So really quickly, Ted Lasso, fish out of water. He's an American football coach, gets hired to be a soccer coach in England He knows nothing about the sport, but he is a coach Mm -hmm. and it's the same name. So why not? Right. Like football and football. football, It's all the same. Yeah. He's like, we can do this. And so that's that's the setup. And it's so much more than that. And I I feel like I'm doing a disservice in telling you so little. Uh, But I feel like it's nice to know nothing going in and have it have it really take you for a loop in a way that you don't expect. Yeah. And this is on Apple TV, Apple TV plus Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't know what the, what the heck they call it. So yeah. So we're just going to tell you the things that we love about Ted Lasso and the way that he leads and coaches that we think we can all benefit from. Rami, what, what's, yes. what's you get to go first. What's your first thing you love about Ted Lasso? He is so eternally optimistic mm-hmm. and it's unbelievable and you, you look at it and you go, there's, when people are this optimistic, you're like, they're delusional. Like, they're delusional. There's no way that people can be this optimistic while still being, like, a grounded human being. And yeah. he is. And and I think that's the part that is so infectious. It's his optimism isn't, isn't from a delusional place. Like, he just has to be optimistic. Like, he, he is optimistic. Yes, it's it's authentic and it's genuine to him. And I think like people think it's so cool to be cynical these days and Ted Lasso just like flipping flips the bird to the idea of being cynical. Uh, cuz it's just not as cool as I think. It's the leather jacket approach to life and Ted Lasso is just not a leather jacket kind of guy. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. He is not a he's not a leather jacket guy. Ugh. Um okay, so my one of my favorite things about Ted Lasso as a leader and a coach is his compassion and just a freaking human being. That's fictional, I get it. But his compassion for others, he shows so much care for people in and outside of like his version of the office. So for example, in the TV show, his boss just went through a nasty divorce. And he asks like, you know, like, how is she doing with her divorce? Um, And it's just precious. It's just like, tender and sweet to see this 
coach, like fully care for everybody on his team. I think there's a like a story here that you wanted to highlight, Rami. Yes. So um, I just think this quote encompasses it. It just feels like whenever anyone says anything, he's really listening. Yes. Like his active listening is very high. And I think he listens to what people says and wants to make sure he understands what they're saying. And so uh, the boss, the same lady, um, he, he says, Miss Walton. And she goes, please call me Rebecca. Miss Walton is my father. And then he says, if that's a joke, I love it. If not, I cannot wait to unpack that with you. <laughs> yep. And I, I think it's very much him to say like, hey, if there's something there, if there's some trauma, like, let's talk about it and let's unpack it because I'm here to support you. But also, if you're making jokes, I love it. Let's laugh and let's have fun. But like, I want to make sure that I'm understanding what you're telling me in the right way. Yes. And I think that's a very good active listening skill for us all to have yeah he really is a great listener what's the next thing you love about ted the goldfish idea okay so he like teaches one of the teaches everybody but he teaches one of the um the players on the team this goldfish idea so the idea is that that they should be a goldfish because a goldfish is both the happiest animal in the world and the one with the shortest memory so the idea is like, how do you, things that bother you, how do you just let them like wash off? And he keeps coming back to this goldfish. Like goldfishes are the happiest animals because as soon as something bad happens, a few it. seconds later, they forget and then they go on their way. Right. And then they're back to being happy because they're, they're in their water, they're living, they're enjoying their lives. And I think that mentality can be unhealthy if you like, don't choose to like unpack and, and get down to those things. I don't think he's saying to not do that. I think all he's saying is just don't let like your mistakes keep you down. And that's what he's trying to get yeah. to his players is like, we're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. Wash those off and let's keep going. Like the only way to succeed is to let those things help build us up rather than break us down. Yes. Yes. It goes back to like the first thing, like he's not, uh, he's not, optimistic in the sense of let's just totally pretend and have the blinders on and pretend like nothing bad is happening. La 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 la. Like fingers in the ears. No, that's not what he does. Um, like see it, but then move on from it quickly. Exactly. All right, Shannon, what's our next one? Okay. The next thing I love about Ted is his transparency. I think this is such a thing that I hear so many of my clients say that they want in a leader and Ted models it really beautifully. He is transparent with the media. He is transparent with his players. There is just like, no secrets in Ted's world. He says it like it is. He doesn't sugarcoat it. If it's bad, it's bad. Uh, and he wants to acknowledge it, like we were talking about with the goldfish thing and his optimism thing. But he also wants to move on from it, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's not going to, like, in the movie or in the show, like, there are times where people are giving him feedback, quote unquote, like, up the wazoo, mm -hmm. like, heckling him on the street. And he's like, yep. That was a really crap game, and I can't wait to do it better next time. You know, like, he just moves on from it. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Okay, the next one is he seeks input and ideas, and he's open to feedback. So, he, um, the water boy, he notices has, like, a really strong passion for the strategy of soccer. Mm -hmm. And so, he starts asking him for his input, uh, which I think is really interesting 
he knows he knows what he doesn't know, which is he knows that he knows nothing about soccer. Yep. And so having someone who works there that knows a lot about soccer, knows all the players and knows the um, sport itself, I think he's willing to take input and ideas from anywhere. And he knows that Nate, the water boy, like will have a lot of gold to give him because he's been a part of the organization. Yes. Yes. Uh, the next thing I'll about Ted is that he celebrates unapologetically. So at one point in the show, it's like him yelling MVP, MVP at the female owner when she gets a story killed for him that he didn't. Uh, it, well, it wasn't a true story in the first place, but that's a thing for a different day. And she gets it killed for him. And so like, it doesn't matter if it's on the field or off the field. Like he is just so enthusiastic in his appreciation and celebration of Everything. And that's how the the story starts. Even is the video of him dancing in the locker room with his uh, college football team after yeah. they win, and it goes viral because he's a pretty good dancer. Yes, I totally forgot that. And so that's kind of where we start and where we get with him is he just is always um, unabashed in his in his celebration when something is good. This guy's letting everyone know that it was great. Yeah. Okay, what's the last thing that we love about Ted? He really believes in others. He knows they can be amazing and wants to help them unlock it. I have a quote, Shannon. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, so someone asks him, do you believe in ghosts, Ted? I do. But more importantly, I think they need to believe in themselves, you know? <laughs> it's just like Ted in a flipping nutshell right there. Um. Yeah, I mean, he believes in others. He he wants them to believe in themselves. The quote that I want to kind of wrap us all up with is this one that he brings up from Walt Whitman, which is be curious, not judgmental. And I think that's that's one of the things that kind of runs through Ted is this openness to curiosity, but with no judgment, right? Like he wants to he wants to get to know people. He wants to support people. But there's no there's no cynicism. There's no judgmental um, piece behind any of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the part that takes a long time for people to warm up to him is they're, they're waiting for that that judgmental side. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't exist. It's not there. And I, and I think you see it affect you see the weight of all of this really affect him in his personal life. But from a professional side he's able to exist in this way. And and we're not saying like you need to be all of these things. We're saying these are all really nice aspirational things to, to strive for. Mm -hmm. But even the show itself says for him to be this way externally, there's a lot that, that goes wrong internally and, and, and personally. And so I think it's just a, it's a really nice, healthy balance. Cause I think if we didn't see that other side of him, if we didn't see him, failing at the the personal side i think we'd go okay this doesn't make sense but then it regrounds it and says well no no no. he's he's not succeeding here because there's there's a time for all of that and there's a a um a time to not be that and this is the time to not be that yeah this was such an episode of love i think for both rowie <laughs> so we hope yes. that you watched ted lasso so you can appreciate him and reflecting on the show as much as we did uh, we'd love for you to engage with us on Instagram at Workplace Hugs and tell us what you thought about Ted Lasso. If send you... us Ted Lasso memes. Yes, yeah, send us Ted Lasso memes. We're really excited for season two. 
And if you don't like Ted Lasso, I'm, I'm not really sure why you listen to this podcast. Because we're probably not the podcast for you. So with that, uh, I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon. And this has been Workplace Hugs. Bye.